Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We are learning about how to love our neighbor, and uh, unfortunately, some of our neighbor are our enemies. So last week we learned how we should love our enemies, and uh, these are tough, tough uh, lessons of life that we have to really uh, break through because that's against our uh, nature, uh, against the human nature. And uh, tonight, we want to learn that when we love our enemy, actually, we are loving ourselves. Uh, because the way we deal with others is the way that God will deal with us. And let's Look at uh, James 2, verse 12 and 13. It says, Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. So can you see, when we deal with our enemies, when we deal with them in a merciful way. We are actually paving the way for ourselves when we were to uh, be judged by God. God will show mercy to us the way that we have shown uh, mercy uh, to those uh, who sin against us. And uh, the Bible tells us that we are to show our love uh, to our enemies through our speech and through our action. So Jesus wants us to deal with uh, conflicts, uh, deal with difficult situations uh, in, in mercy. And uh, when we use the law, because we our, our natural instinct is we want natural justice. We want what is fair, what is right. And when a person has done all this thing, and we feel that, well, you are wrong, you should be condemned, you should be punished. You... So there is a lot, uh, a sense of we want natural justice in, in this human uh, being. But God wants us to show mercy. Uh, because uh, and apply the law so that the person who should be condemned, the person is guilty, will receive freedom and not be bondage to sin. Right? The person will have a, a new beginning to start life again and uh, moving away from the wrong, from the evil and the wicked things that they have done. The Bible tells us that there is this story about this woman who is caught in adultery. And according to the law of Moses, this woman should be stoned to death. And they brought this woman to Jesus and uh, uh, want to test Jesus, what Jesus will deal with this woman. Would he deal it, with it according to the law of Moses? And that is to sentence this woman to death. But to their uh, surprise, Jesus begins to 
right on the ground. And, uh, and then Jesus spoke. If anyone who has not sinned, cast the first stone. And slowly, every of those accusers begins to move our way. And uh, Jesus said to the woman, where are your accusers? Where are they? And the woman said, they've gone. Jesus said, neither do I condemn you, uh, but go and sin no more. So, so we can see that Jesus deal with this woman with mercy, apply the law with mercy and grace so that this woman can be set free, so that this woman can have a new beginning to live a life unto God. So this is how God wants us to deal with others, to deal with our enemies when they have sinned against us, when they have done evil, and we are to apply the law in a gracious and merciful way in order to bring about repentance, in order to bring about salvation. And uh, in the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verse 18, he said, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with action and in truth. So uh, there we are. We are not just to talk, just love in speech but in our action and in truth. So we see that when we love our enemies, we are actually loving ourselves. We are actually doing good for ourselves so that we will be treated in a merciful way by God, right? If we forgive, God will also forgive our sin. So, so this is the... Uh, this golden rules of relationship. If you want others to do to you, first you do it to others. Okay, you sow that seed of kindness, love, mercy, grace. You do it to others in order to reap that harvest of what you desire in your heart. So similarly, when we love our enemies, actually we are loving ourselves. We want good to happen to us. We want uh, to receive mercy and, and, and compassion and, and love. And so that's why we are doing this thing. And uh, the, one of the ex-presidents of the United States, Richard Nixon, he said this, those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. And then you destroy yourself. Let me read it again. Those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. And then you destroy yourself. So if we love ourselves, we would not uh, uh, hate our enemies because when we begin to hate our enemies, the hatred that is in us ultimately destroy our life, destroy us, destroy how we... Uh, uh, we, we would have been, you know, a, a good person rather than a vengeful, uh, vindictive person. Uh, you know, we, we, be, we destroy ourselves because of that hatred that's, that's in us. So, uh, that's a powerful statement, okay? Those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. That means your enemy will not win if you do not retaliate. But if you retaliate, if you hate them, 
ultimately that hatred will destroy your own life. Uh, not because of them, not because they, 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 they win, but because the hatred inside you. Matthew 6, verse 14 to 15, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And if you do not forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sin. So here we are. The way we treat our enemies would be the way that God would uh, deal with us. So we want to show mercy. We want to show forgiveness. And the measure you use for others, against others, will be the same measure that God will measure it back to you. Luke 6 verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So this is the golden rules of relationship applying to how we deal with others and what we will receive. And uh, so that's why our title for this evening's message is when you love your enemy, actually, you are loving yourself. You want what's good to happen to you. And, and so, uh, let's show mercy and grace and uh, let's learn how we, sh we can do that to those who are actually our enemies. Exodus, way back in the... Old Testament, is, it says this, Exodus 23, verse 4 and 5. If you come across your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, be sure to return it. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen down under its load, do not leave it there. Be sure you help them with it. So that's how we show uh, love, kindness, Mercy to those who are our enemies who work against us. So when we do that, we receive great rewards from God because we are like our Father who is merciful, who is gracious, who uh, love even the ungrateful uh, people. Matthew 6, verse 35, But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So we do it so that we will gain a great reward from heaven. A reward is something that you have earned. A reward is a result of what you have done. Right? So we are not talking about receiving uh, grace as if we do nothing. No. Here it talks about we get a reward in heaven because of the way that we have spoken to the enemies, treated them with kindness, help them when they are in needs 
and as a result, God the Father is pleased because we are, we are like Him. God the Father uh, recognizes that we are His children, uh, just like Him, and uh, He reward us greatly because we reflect His, his nature. 1 John 4, verse 7, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. So this is the nature of our Father. And uh, God wants us to be like Him, reflect His nature uh, in us because we are His children. And there, there is no way that we can do it naturally because of the flesh, the selfishness, the sin that is, that is uh, in this human nature is only through God's love in us, through being born by, by God and, and, and born in His love that we are able to allow His love to live through us to, to love our enemies. And that's why verse 9 continues to say this. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. So Jesus came, came into this world, came into our life so that now we can live through Him because God is love. He's the Son of God. He's love will flow to us. So these are something that is not natural. This is divine. This is the grace of God. This is a working of God. But we got to be willing. We got to allow that life to flow in us and through us as we submit ourselves to Him, doing, obeying Him in doing what is contrary to what we naturally feel and think. And uh, so when we love our enemies, we, we gain a great reward. And uh, we inherit the kingdom of heaven. When we love our enemy that came as a result of serving God. So in other words, everyone we serve God, we will have enemies because the devil doesn't like it. And he will instigate people, working, rebellious people, even the people of God who doesn't like to submit to God's way. And so these people will work against us. I mentioned last week, if I do not serve God, I have less enemies. But when you serve God, when you want to obey God, you will attract more enemies. Because why? The devil is against you. And behind the working of those enemies is the demon spirit that is working. And uh, Matthew 5, verse 9 to 12. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you, when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, 
because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So the scripture is very plain and clear that if you follow God, if you do what God wants, you do what is right. There will be people who will persecute you, falsely accuse you, uh, say all kinds of evil against you uh, because of Jesus. So don't be surprised, those of us who are serving the Lord. And that's why we should not quit. That's why those people who uh, encounter this kind of unpleasant experience and when you live, when you withdraw yourself from serving God, from church, from cell group, from the situation that God has placed you in, you miss out on the blessing of God. You miss out on what God would have rewarded you with had you persevered, had you, have you uh, uh, obeyed Him in, in loving those who hated you because they hated Jesus. And the, the scriptures say, rejoice and be glad. That's totally crazy, isn't it? Now, when we go through those kind of experiences, we, we feel hurt. We are so angry. We are so frustrated. Uh, we, wow, there's so, so much of that uh, poison, demonic poison that wants to take over our life and begins to react and begins to do just like what the, the other person did to us. But we need the grace of God. We need the love of God to work in us. We need the life of Jesus to work in us so that we become like our Father in heaven. We become like Jesus, that we rejoice and we are glad because we know there is a great reward. And that reward is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is our reward as a result of serving God and being persecuted but we remain faithful to serve Him. And uh, we know when we inherit the kingdom of heaven, it means we're going to rule and reign with Him. Now we are qualified to rule and reign with Him because we have the nature of God. We will know how to act. We will know how to respond in the way that God would respond. But if we have not loved our enemies, if we have not been trained in, in this way to do it, we can't reign because we will be doing just opposite to what God would have done in uh, uh, the, the, the kingdom of heaven. So that's why it says we are like our Father in heaven. When we are like Him, then we can take over. We can rule and reign with Him. But when we are not like Him, we are very much in the flesh. God will not allow us to rule and reign because we will destroy his kingdom. And then finally, we overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. That means when the enemies hate us, we respond in love. Then we neutralize the forces of darkness. We neutralize the forces, the evil forces that want to work in that situation. Romans 12, verse 20. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will hit burning coals 
on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So many of us, we, when we think about fighting the enemy, fighting against spiritual uh, this, this uh, wickedness, and and doing spiritual warfare, we think about using power and authority to combat against the evil that the enemy wants to accomplish. But here the Word of God is telling us that we do not uh, fight with the weapons of man, the wisdom of man. We fight with the wisdom of God. And in God's wisdom, the, the greatest, uh, one of the greatest weapons that we can use is the power of love. Is the power of love and sound mind. Okay, so we 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 respond contrary to what the human nature would respond. So we overcome evil with good. So when we do that, I mentioned earlier on our natural feeling for justice, for natural justice will cause us in wanting to react in the same way uh, to get even over that person. But uh, now when we respond in love, in grace, in mercy, the Bible says we are uh, heaping burning coals on his head. Burning coals signifies a a purification uh, uh, and purging of sin. So when we show kindness in those situations, grace, love, mercy in those situations when the enemy, our enemy is working against us. It shamed the, the, the person. It shamed the enemy so that they will, they will know and they will feel that what they have done is wrong so that that will help to, to, to put off the fire, those anger, those uh, vindictive spirit that is in them in wanting to, to destroy us, in wanting to kill us. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, it brings about repentance in their heart. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but at least you will be able to put off some of those fire. I remember I had to do it once, uh, or rather, there's one time I did it, right? Yeah, other times I did not. Yeah, there's one time that I did this. You know, I specially uh, recorded a message for this particular person who is so, so uh, trying to destroy the ministry, trying to attack and, 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 and find force in everything I do and twist everything that, that I intend. So, and, and as a result of that, uh, kindness and that act of love, it didn't bring about total repentance, but it, it does sort of cool down uh, that kind of uh, situation so that, uh, well, uh, we, we, we neutralize the forces of evil, okay, that is happening. And uh, Martin Luther King Jr., it says this, love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into friend. 
Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into friends. So this is what the Word of God wants us to do. You know, when we love our enemies, we are uh, reserving great rewards for ourselves, but at the same time, we bring about good. You know, we, we want to see repentance coming, we want to see restoration coming in those situations. And then, yeah, so love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into friend. And Abraham Lincoln, another president of uh, the United States, says this, Am I not destroying my enemies when I make friends of them? Am I not destroying my enemies when I make friends of them? Wow, how profound. And we see this in the Malaysian politics recently. You know, enemies can be friends. Uh, when you uh, are kind to them, and it turns out they become your friend. And uh, you neutralize the work of, of, of the enemy, and then you bring about good for the better good of the country. Right, so this is this is according to the word of God. When we love our enemies and we do not react in the same way, we are actually doing good to ourselves. We are actually uh, preparing blessing rewards in heaven uh, for ourselves. So let's learn this very uh, precious lessons, so that we understand why God wants us to love our enemies and uh, because He's a God of mercy, He's God of grace, He's a God of restoration. He wants to bring about good in our life, in this world, and we are chosen by Him as His sons and daughters, as His children, to be like our Father so that we can bring uh, transformation to this world displacing the evil that the enemies wants to do uh, by being good, by doing good, uh, and, and uh, so that the kingdom of God uh, comes to this world, just like it is in heaven. Okay, we're going to pray right now, uh, and let's open our hearts to God to, to continue to work in us. Father, we thank you for your words. We know that uh, many times our flesh, our self-will will kick against what you are saying to us, what you want us to do. And there will be uh, voices in us to tell us that that is impossible. And indeed, it is impossible uh, by human uh, ability and strength. And so tonight, we look to you. We ask, oh God, that that as you shower your grace, your mercy, your love in our life, Father, we pray that all this will begin to work in our hearts so that through the life that is in us, through your life that is in us, we are able to obey you. We are able to show love, kindness uh, to those who are against us. And we pray that it will bring about restoration, it will bring about repentance, it will bring about transformation uh, in our surrounding, in our environment. And Father, we 
We just look to you, O、oh、God. We just pray, O、oh、God, that you will help us, Lord,、uh, as we strive to to put your words into practice,、uh, not just in words but in deeds, Lord, to demonstrate your love、uh, in in many of these situations, so that it will bring about the greater good for your kingdom. So bless us, bless your people, bless those who. Uh, curse us, bless those who are working against us. We pray that your love will bring about、uh, that that kind of transformation.、Uh, we thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.